Hey all, and welcome to Geek Freaks. Today I'm joined by Jonathan. Hey, hey y'all. And Squeaks. Squeaks! <laughs> I know guys, it's been a bit for Squeaks, that's what Squeaks sounds like. I'm excited to have him back. I know, it's good to be back. We're, we're gonna start some, we're gonna start something new today. Uh, instead of doing like with the playing and watching, because sometimes it's just like, yeah, I'm still playing Satisfactory, and I'm still watching Shit's Creek. Let's do this. We're gonna do a random geek question. Uh, my question mm-hmm. for you guys this week is, what cinematic universe is your favorite? Uh, so, for examples, like Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, Harry Potter, Marvel. Uh, Jonathan, let's start with you. I I didn't want to be the guy that says this, but I'm uh, I'm going to have to because there's pretty much no competition. The Marvel Cinematic Universe has to win. And it, to me, it's because it's been so developed. There's mm-hmm. so much content in it. And it has such a wide uh, spectrum that it covers. So, the fact that they have, you know, like magic, but they also got the science and advanced tech and... Uh, the gods and stuff like that. There's just so much uh, to be played within it. So definitely got to say MCU. That is a good answer. Yeah. And and the tricky thing with this isn't necessarily that you're going to be Tony Stark. You're just in that world. So mm-hmm. you might be Tony Stark, but you might not be. But that is a good answer. I do like the idea that there is a world where like science is rewarded in like you can be <laughs> a Peter Parker. <laughs> you know, like if mm-hmm. I could, if I, if I knew that was the case that I, I might work in it. But, um, but yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, what do you think, Squeaks? What's yours? Yeah, shit. So I was jumping around quite a bit. Like even I even went to the like world of anime and shit. But ultimately, yeah. I think and you, and you know I'm a fr- uh, freak for this. But uh, Harry Potter, I have to be the Harry Potter universe. Uh, that's what we're waiting yeah. for. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I think it just, Was that the case? I just love. Uh, now you kind of disappointed me when you said like, oh, I might not like John might not be the Tony Stark. I don't want to be just like a straight up muggle just chilling. Like <laughs> like I have no powers or anything. Yeah. I'm just in this universe right. watching everybody else fucking have powers. I'm like, oh, yeah. thanks for sending me here. Exactly what I wanted. Let me go to my desk job you'd like I do now. Those, <laughs> but, uh, you'd be an evil muggle that has to go find a wizard and special spell to give you power, and then you end up being like the Dark uh, Lord yeah, or I something. Could be a villain. Yeah, I just kill all wizards and witches. Mm. Yeah. I just love the idea of you being in that world, but you're a human that doesn't know that that wizards exist. So you're just like, yeah, I'm a dude. Just the same But I just like how the uh, the whole mystery behind it. Um, Mm-hmm. With behind all the magic and Hogwarts and Diagon Alley and stuff, so I love I love that yeah. I love that setting. Really cool universe Real building. Quick, that. How funny would it be if there was a show of like just the maintenance crew or something like that at Hogwarts? <laughs> the guys that just have to fix all the stuff the kids break or mopping or whatever, just like kind of behind the scenes on They'd Hogwarts funny, campus. That'd be hilarious. They'd have to start too, like of scenes you've seen in the other Harry Potter movies, like starting from like the yeah. first yeah. movie, like where the troll breaks the bathroom or they're like in the bathroom with the big troll and it's all destroyed now. And think of the guys that show them like, fucking bitch. <laughs> I love whoever has to be the plumber for that one bathroom yeah. that the ghost keeps hanging yeah. out in. And he's just yeah. like... This bitch will stop talking. I need to fix the pipes. They're knocking. <laughs> She's talking the entire time. And these oh, guys don't good. get any magic. They got to do it the old-fashioned way. Yeah. Uh, Tony, bring me good. a wrench. Can't you just have a kid make you a wrench? <laughs> um, right. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, mine is Matrix because, uh, like, worst-case scenario, you're stuck in the Matrix, which is like, hey, it's 1999. Pretty good year. Not too shabby. I'm down to 1999. Best-case scenario, you're freaking Neo. And you're like, oh, I'm in 1999, but I got magic. And I'm like able to like do things that are cool. And then like, I know that I know me. I'm not going to be one of those guys that are in Zion that's like, let's fight the robots. No, 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 no. Hook me up. I'm good. I'm right. I want that tasty <laughs> steak like that one guy that traded on him. That guy that traded on him in the first movie, he's right up my alley. I hate to say it, but I'd be right in there. So mine's definitely the Matrix universe. Um, Would you choose Matrix over Ready Player One? 
They're very similar, except yeah. for in the real life world, there's a semi-functioning civilization in Ready Player One. That's a really good point, actually, because versus... Ready Player One has like cool references the whole time. So you can be Tracer from Overwatch in there. So yeah, that'd be kind of cool. But you can also plug in and plug out versus Matrix. You live in it, but also if you're not Neo, then you're just a guy living in it. So it's yeah. regular everyday life. That's a good call. That might be the right one then. Yeah, I, I, I changed my to Ready Player One then. Because wow, then I could like... just be Neo in Ready Player One. Well, I'm just thinking, like, I could be Neo in Ready Player One and just, like, I just need to unlock that skin and I'm good to go. Yeah, go to the Matrix planet. <laughs> it's perfect. All right. Cool. Um, this episode is brought to you guys by our patrons. That is Kevin, Sonny, Marco, Flypire, and Scott. Starting next week, we're going to be putting all of the patron names at the end of the, uh, of the episode, much like credits in a movie. So expect you to be there. Uh, and then in starting in May, Apple Podcasts is going to be doing this new thing where you could subscribe to podcasts. Uh, when you subscribe to podcasts, you can get additional premium content. Uh, Cephalopod has something similar that they're doing already where you guys can use chips to buy. And we're going to be interviewing, that's coming up next month too. We're going to be interviewing the developer behind Cephalopod, the app, uh, and talking about that a little bit better. So, but anyways, both those ways are uh, additional ways to get some of the sloops, which are our Patreon exclusive content. You want to get them like a la carte one at a time or something like that. You can go through those two services. So the Apple one is starting next month. And then for Cephalopod, it's out now. If you guys want more Geek Freaks, which I know you guys do. I totally feel it. All right. We're starting off with the news. Yeah, we had an epic fight in Nebraska. Okay. It's happened in Lincoln, Nebraska, and it is known as the Josh fight. So this is, sounds ridiculous, but here we go. Um, a man named Josh Swain in, uh, in Arizona, he put together a huge Facebook like message group and messaged them all. And I'm going to read his exact message. You're probably wondering why I gathered you all here today. And some other random Josh said, because we all share the same name, question mark. Then he says precisely. And, and this, he said this a year ago. He said on April 24th, 2021, at noon, meet at these coordinates, and they happen to be in Nebraska Park. We fight. Whoever wins gets to keep the name. Everyone else has to change their name. Have you, uh, you have a year to prepare. Good luck. The internet is wonderful because a ton of Joshes showed up in Nebraska. <laughs> 2,000 Joshes <laughs> showed up. Wow. So it kind of got popular on TikTok, and they, they kept messaging that same group, and it grew and grew and grew. So in, in Nebraska, 2,000 Joshes armed with pool noodles. That was the weapon you were allowed to use as a big pool noodle. And they're all fighting. You, I have all the videos on our website. You guys can watch the videos of them brawling it out. Um, the local, the local uh, newspaper was there, so they took a lot of great pictures. And, and so you guys can check those out as well. There was actually another Josh Swain that showed up. And so they had this big fight. Like They set it up like everybody was walking, circling around them like they're going to fight. And they did a rock shambo to see who's the original Josh Swain. And... After that, they all dueled it out. And it's so funny because like people are wearing Jedi costumes. There's a couple Spider-Men in there. There's one dude that calls himself Big Josh. And he's a big guy with a shirt off that has like pool noodles taped to his arms <laughs> and, and written <laughs> Big Josh on his chest. There's one guy that carved him into like swords, all kinds of really weird stuff. Really fun, cool stuff. Favorite part of this whole thing. Two favorite parts. The winner was a five-year-old called Little Josh. And the news interviewed him. And when the kids, when you when you hear the kid talking, he's like the mix of like best day of his life and like crying because of all the attention's like too much for him, you know, because he's five years old. And they're asking him like, how old are you? He's five and stuff. 
Um, they gave him a crown, which was like, it's a Burger King crown. They gave him a crown. They gave him a, like a wrestling belt. They gave him a trophy. They hoisted him on their shoulders and are chanting little Josh, little Josh. And he's on the news. And the kid's just like delighted. It'll be the best day of his life today. Just because all these guys got together to do this. They also uh, got 300 pounds of food donated to the local food bank there. And raised $8,000 for a children's hospital and medical center foundation in Omaha. Just a really cool event that I wanted to bring to your guys' attention. Uh, what do you guys think about this? This is kind of one of those like best of the internet things. John, what are your thoughts? That's freaking awesome. <laughs> I love when people do this kind of stuff. Like we were talking about uh, last time, that streamer that uh, you know raised yeah. hundreds of thousands of dollars for charity just you know because he was trying to do his own stream for himself. But like this is fantastic because this is just kind of a fun thing. Some guys just like, hey, let's all let's all have a massive duel, and so many people show up, and it raises money for charity, and you know it highlights a, a little kid out there having fun, and yeah, I think that's fantastic. Yeah, I like that they picked the kid too, and he's just like, was and his dad, of course, he's a junior, so the dad's a Josh as well. And uh, it was just this whole cool thing. And he's just like, I I'm five. <laughs> like when they interviewed him, he's like, it's just so much for him. <laughs> Squeaks, what are your thoughts, man? Yeah, I think it's uh, pretty neat. I mean, it's um, um highlight of some, um, what do you call it? Some uh, happiness in a way uh, in this yeah. world right now. We probably use some of that, really. So, uh, w but I'm kind of interested in what is the rules of the battle? Because you say everybody had these pool noodles. So, so how, do, how do you actually go yeah. down? <laughs> Well, they actually had like, so there's a ton of supporters there with all, like a lot of the supporters had like, I love Josh shirts on, stuff like that, because yeah, that was a pretty safe bet. Um, and the main Josh, which is the original Josh, the guy that created the post, I think he kind of had rules in place. There's all kinds of shirt or, uh, you know, posters and stuff like that people could have. Um, but it looks like they all had like a circle that the main, that the Joshes would fight in and their supporters were wrapped around a circle. So I think they kind of had like a, an event planned out for this after time. Once, we, once he saw the people start growing. TikTok started uh, sharing it a lot. I think it was like, okay, I need to actually plan this thing out. And he was even saying uh, in a little interview thing, he's like, I was in my, <laughs> I was in my hotel mo uh, this morning in bed thinking like, I have to fight 2000 Josh's today. <laughs> like what <laughs> happened? <laughs> um, yeah. And so it just kind of, I think it just kind of got out of his, out of his control, but luckily it turned out. It reminds me so much of the raid on area 51. Mm -hmm. Remember how that was going to be a thing. And there's the, <laughs> the Kyle's yeah, <laughs> in <yeah>. that. <laughs> But uh, it was just a cool moment. I thought, let's, let's talk about that for a sec. That was pretty neat. Yeah, we got to encourage this kind of stuff when other people come up with ideas and want to go out and kind of rally everyone together to do something fun, you know, and, and raise money for a good cause. It's great. Yeah. We need some more people, you know, inspiring our, our country to have fun and, you know, get along with each other. And, and it's just like the good things that can happen on the internet. Like there was one time where this guy yeah. was throwing a bachelor party uh, for his friend. And he invited like a group of people, but he accidentally tagged some random guy from like a totally another state. Well, the random guy's like, hey, I hope you guys have a lot of fun. Yeah, yada, yada, yada. And the guy's like, well, you're welcome to join us if you want to. We're going to Aspen. And so he's like, you know what? I'll be there. <laughs> and so he shows up and the entire week he's hanging out with these guys. And it's just like now he's a fast friend of theirs. And it's just like, that's cool. <laughs> like, that's neat that, that happened to him. Right. Next up, we have uh, news from the Olympics. They are starting the virtual Olympics. This is going to be going on from May 13th to June 23rd. The events include cycling, rowing, sailing, and motorsports. Each event will be handled by their prospective committee. Uh, and deta well, additional details will come out later on, but we do know from the motorsports, they're going to be using Gran Turismo for the motorsports event. Uh, presumably, this will be the newest Gran Turismo. This is 7. Uh, they came out in 2017 for the PS4. There's a new version in the works for a PS5. This is a huge step. We see that the Olympics wanted to embrace esports. They came out like 
last year or the year before saying, look, we're starting to find out that like Overwatch and CSGO are not necessarily feasible because there's too much cheating. There's too, there's too many balance issues. What games would fit into the Olympics? Uh, I, I was thinking uh, Madden or Tony Hawk. To me, those of the games that I played are kind of the best fit for what the Olympics is now, at least. Yeah, a Tony Hawk would be really good, especially because, you know, you have the skating. It's kind of the X Games, bringing the X Games in. And then you have that, yeah. remember that game, I think it was 1080 or whatever, when you'd be able to do snowboarding? Oh, yeah, that was awesome. Very good. Yep. Got any ideas there, Squeaks? Dang, well, yeah, except for your, like, uh, normal ones, like, League of Legends stuff, I would start off with, like, what's extremely big right now that the whole world is pretty much focused on. Um, so you got that mm-hmm. and you're, like, your Fortnites. But uh, if we want to try to be, mm-hmm. like, sports-wise with it, I mean, why not do a, uh, um, gosh, like, a, want anything, like, Wii-related, in a way? Like, bring back the Wii? Yeah, um, that's mm-hmm. what I think of, I mean. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of hilarious, but <laughs> you know, remember seeing the I'm videos watching, of like the Wii. Competitive Wii Tennis? <laughs> yeah, uh, Wii Tennis, but you know, like the, the Wii Baseball that they used to have. Have you ever seen? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure you have, but mm-hmm. the videos where people would dress up like baseball players and they tape their oh, Wii controller to the end of a bat and then they oh, use it. It's gosh. like, oh my God. <laughs> but uh, I mean, you oh, can do I something like that. I would be into the so much more if that was the case. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I mean. So I think that one problem behind the, the way they're doing this. Uh, I know they don't want to have because uh, the Olympics is, has certain standards and morals, and you know it's supposed to be a happy family kind of thing. So they don't want to get into like hardcore shooters and a lot yeah, of gore true. and stuff like yeah. that. And I get that. Okay. But I think instead of instead of dividing it up by like having a, a football game and a hockey game or you know all these challenges that are based in what the Olympics do, they need to break it up on what the esport like genre is because there's not esports and physical sports are totally different. You can't yeah. compare them because you're you're trying to compare what the character is doing versus what a what a player in or a, you know competitor is doing in a in the regular Olympic sports, but you need to look at what the competitor sitting at a console or sitting at a computer is doing, and it takes a certain level of responsiveness or focus or you know tactile agility uh, to play in certain games. So I think when they when they develop this a little more, they need to break it up by categories. And I listed a few. I listed some, you know, what yeah, I can find is away, competitive man. gaming competitive. categories. Yeah, I'm trying I'm trying to do a little a little homework. Yeah, I, I usually come up short, but hey, I got a little extra <laughs> <No>. to do. <laughs> um, so I figured, and a couple of these won't. I don't think would fit under the Olympic categories, but uh, for a fighting category, which we have like UFC and stuff like that, um, Mortal Kombat would be. It, it's kind of hard to because they want something yeah, that like can family oriented. That is far from it. So, a, a, (laughs) yeah. But I mean, like, a fighting game in that kind of platform or that kind of uh, scenario. Yeah. They would probably, yeah, Street Fighter. They'd probably need to either make games by like an Olympic company or better yet, you know, tell Sony and all these other competitors, hey, we're we're shopping for what's going to be our Olympic supported game. Yeah. And then they tailor it to what is needed and, you know, it checks all the boxes and people can play it and it would be updated over generations. But that way everybody's practicing on the same playing field uh but yeah fighting game similar to mortal kombat or street fighter uh, a first person shooter but not like we are used to i'm thinking make it a kid-friendly like laser tag mm-hmm. shooter game it could have you know overwatch kind of animation and stuff and still be super competitive without any of the gore and you know yeah yeah you gotta uh, be thinking like a, a really good one that's uh it's a shooter but it's not the main objective is that splatoon i love playing splatoon oh that's a good yeah. idea yeah and it'd be also go. a good idea, like in a shooter, uh, like say Fortnite, for example, 
you could come across a great gun, and then all of a sudden that, that makes your game a lot easier. Take away all the RNG. Everybody starts with the same gun. So it's all about skill, not about luck. Would be nice. Yeah. Um, I don't. I was looking at MOBAs, and I was like, I don't think there's a MOBA game that would really fit into this, but that's entirely what you know other esports are about. So we could keep that out of the Olympics and have it its own thing. Yeah. Um, racing games like Gran Turismo's, you know, perfect. Uh, I was looking at real-time strategy games, and they're all war-based. So I couldn't think of any that would fit and be comfortable for the Olympics. So I, I would argue. I would argue Civ Six is really good for that because you actually play as different civilizations, and there's four ways to win. To where you can make it to where, hey guys, you don't have to win by domination, where it's by war, but you have to win by culture mm-hmm. or religion or by um, econ- economics. You know, you actually have to do other things. Would be kind of cool. Especially if there was a, civ- a, a civilization game that was tailor made for this for the Olympics. I think that's what we're going to need. Where it would be all the all the different countries. So you are whatever country you choose. Yeah. And you're competing with you know your country's resources and skills. That'd be pretty cool. Okay, I like that idea. And then <laughs> sports, I like I like, I like the idea of Madden. You know, or pretty much any good sports game, but you need something that can be repeated and more or less tailored to follow what the Olympics Yeah, I think your big one would be FIFA, uh, especially if you play uh, per country. But then again, you'll have the ratings, idea. different ratings for each country, so you'd somehow try to make it even. But Yeah, you have to yeah. you have to like basically just make an Olympics version that takes away yeah. all the like skill. That's the same thing I'm thinking with like fighting games. I think the best fighting game would be Smash Brothers. The problem with that is Smash Brothers is not balanced at all. Like it's like Mortal Kombat's way more balanced than Smash Brothers is. So you kind of want the Mortal Kombat balance but Smash Bros. has all that kid-friendliness stuff that you're safe with. Mm-hmm. Or a Street Fighter is probably the best middle ground of everything, really, but yeah. So my last one would be a third-person shooter game that you could do, you know, be like Gears of War-style gameplay, but uh, make it like a paintball game, just like the laser tag one, just yeah. make it a, a kid-friendly version of it. But yeah, all tailor-made for the Olympics would be cool. Yeah, that way we could get the esports involved. And I mean, if you want to say that like, oh, uh, esports people aren't athletes, watch, watch a StarCraft player. Tell me that after that. Mm-hmm. StarCraft player has to hit those keys faster than anybody can type, man. I, I tell you what, those are some fantastic uh, athletes there. I think there's some. And they have to train and condition and practice to be oh, able yeah. to do these certain, you know, it's all about timing and speed and, you know, being able to react. So depending on what kind of game you're playing. A lot of these, yeah, a lot of these Overwatch players, they all live in the same, they put them in the same house so that they could play together all the time. I'm not sure if Shock mm-hmm. does it, but I know I, I saw something about a Korean team doing that. And it's just like, man, I mean, that, that dedication to a video game is pretty insane. That's pretty amazing. Uh, next, I want to talk about the Shang-Chi trailer. So did you guys get a chance? We had the Shang-Chi trailer finally come out this week. Uh, did you guys get a chance to watch it? Squeaks, I know you're a big MCU fan. What'd you think, man? Um, I thought it was cool. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I thought it was nothing more than that. I mean, I'm really interested in uh, finally diving into the, the what do they call it? The Ten Rings? Did I say that right? Yes. Yeah, I was rings. waiting for somebody to bring that up. Yeah. Yes. So I'm kind of interested in that. Uh, Shang-Chi, obviously, I have no like real prior knowledge uh, of him, of the character before this. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of, but in a good way, I'm interested in really seeing like, oh man, this is whole brand new to me. And I'm really not even going to be interested in reading anything about the character at all. Cause I want this to be like yeah. a whole new experience for me. Um, but other than that, I, I, from the trailer, it looks like we're going to get some pretty cool villains and shit, maybe like a bigger organization. So hopefully they could kind of capitalize on that and have that continued in the uh, MCU. Yeah. For myself, I'm happy that the Mandarin's coming back proper. Yeah. Like, yeah. Iron Man 3's Mandarin, it was funny, like, yeah, whatever, you know, I was disappointed by it, but this is the Mandarin, and it's a shame that Tony Stark's gone, right, because it's like, oh, man, <laughs> I want to see him fight the Mandarin, but but this is perfect, I'm happy we're getting a real one, that'd be cool, John, what'd you think of it? 
Uh, I like it. I'm excited because I like that actor. I don't know if you guys have seen him in anything else, I have not. but I've watched. He he's a Canadian, uh, a Canadian Chinese uh, or Chinese Canadian mm-hmm. um, actor. Uh, he's actor, writer, and uh, like a stuntman too. Oh, wow! But he is he's good. He's in the show Kim Convenience. He plays oh, okay. the big brother, uh, Jung, and and that's all about a Korean family living in Canada. Uh, but it's it's gonna be interesting. His name is uh, I'm gonna butcher, it, but Simu Liu S I M U L I U. I can't pronounce it, but anyways. Uh, <laughs> but he is uh, funny in that show. It's all about you know yeah. it's a lighthearted kind of family, you know, comedy. So it's gonna be really interesting seeing him go from that to a serious role. Mm-hmm. So I, I mean I like it. I really like him in that show. So this will be this will be cool. Hopefully he nails it and this kind of launches his career. Yeah, you're a big you're a big fan of that Kim Convenience too. You, you've talked about it a few times, and, and I need to check that out. Um, mm-hmm. I think I like I like what you're thinking there, Squeaks. I'm not looking into this at all, going in blind and just seeing what it's like to watch a Marvel movie without knowing much about it. Because it seems like everything else, we do so much research that we know. Well, these are the four options that it could possibly be. I I would like to go in and just be like totally blind on it. So I think I'll I'll join you on that one. Just not read up on stuff. Uh, while we're in the Marvel universe, let's talk about Tony Stark. Fans in LA have bought a billboard uh, saying, asking Blizzard, or asking, asking Blizzard, asking Marvel, uh, for our beloved hero, please bring back Tony Stark. Hashtag bring back Tony Stark to life. Uh, this is a whole billboard bought. But Robert Downey Jr. said in recent interviews that he thinks that this is a satisfying ending to, ending to Tony Stark. He doesn't really feel like coming back. Um, do you guys think they should bring back Tony Stark? Squeaks, what do you think? Not at all. I think the ending of how Tony Stark that sacrificed his life was is a huge impact and then i love how it's uh being kind of trickled into other ones like the second spider-man movie where you know he's that reminiscing of tony part or of tony stark when peter parker would think about him and whatnot i think those yeah. are more impactful uh to the universe than just having him come back and it's just like okay you're just playing these cartoon games with me really like sometimes we need i like that seriousness yeah. Um, so I uh, I don't need a Loki situation yeah, kind of thing. Exactly. I'm okay with him being on. Well, and plus we're kind of advancing in the whole MCU right now. So let's just kind of keep going forward with it. I agree with you. What do you think, John? Yeah, I'm thinking I I don't want to see Robert Downey Jr. come back as Tony Stark or any I was thinking I think he could rework Jarvis or what the the suits, you know, operate themselves and stuff. That's all too much. It it ended at a good note like you guys are saying. What I think would be really cool though is his daughter grows up and though we don't want to see a rinse and repeat of, of Black Panther's ending, but his daughter grows up and starts a foundation or or school or whatever using his technology to bring up other children. And this could turn into a really good series where, you know, she is making a whole bunch of like teenage Iron Man, you know, uh, superheroes out of it. Yeah, I know we have Riri coming up, right? Eventually they're going to have to bring in Riri because she's too popular <laughs> and she, she was a really good Iron Man. Um, Iron Heart is what she's called. So I think that's going to scratch that itch that we might have. Like, oh man, I really want to see the Iron Suits kick in. Um, they haven't casted Riri or even mentioned her yet, so that'll be a bit. But I think that's good. I, like, give us a good five years, no Iron Man, and like even cool it down on War Machine maybe, and then bring in Riri. And then we get that Iron Man, that kick back in. I think that might be our best bet because it's still too soon and Tony just looks on such a... like That's perfect. I still got to get that Funko Pop of him snapping yeah, his fingers. Like, yeah. oh, it's just so good. I think so uh, what John was saying, though, of like how the you know the daughter would take over, kind of like what's going on with the Stark Industries, you could say, uh, is yeah. actually her working more with uh, Peter Parker, so we could finally get that whole Spider-Man kind of yeah. taken over as 
Iron Spider way, in a way. Yeah. 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 We're, we're definitely getting Young Justice. If you guys watched Falcon and the Winter Soldier, we have a new member from Young Justice. Not Young Justice. That's not right. I was going to say, did we just veer off? DC. <laughs> yeah, that's that's DC. No, the Young Avengers. Okay. Um, I mean, like we have Ant Man's daughter. We have, I mean, we have everybody that's kind of the Patriot and stuff like that. Everybody's kind of kicking in that we have that set up. So I think it's a matter of time before we have that too. Hawkeye's daughter and stuff, Kate. So um, that's a good time to bring in, you know, Iron Man's daughter. Um, okay, moving on to the next thing here. Vin Diesel's a star in a Rock'em Sock'em Robots movie. Uh, that sounds like just a mess <laughs> bound to happen. Vin Diesel says that he thinks he's going to build this universe. He knows, he says, I've built universes before with my Fast and Furious. I'm clearly great at this. So I'm going to do it with Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Um, I don't know why Mattel's making this movie. They're also making some other dumb movies. So Wishbone, which is the, remember that little Jack Russell that would like tell you about books? I kind of, I'm excited for that one. I'll give you that. Barbie movie. That's going to be stupid. A Barney movie, the big purple dinosaur. That's going to be dumb. And then a freaking Uno movie. So. I don't know how that's a thing. Jonathan, how are they going to make a Rock'em Sock'em Robots movie? Do you think Vin Diesel can really build a universe around this? I mean, I think maybe I'm thinking of the wrong game, but I'm pretty sure this movie was already made and nailed a huge yeah, ass in real steel. Right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Vin Diesel is just yeah. digging himself a grave. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't see that. And, and was it making a whole world out of it? I don't get it. Did he have any involvement actually creating? The Fast series, if he so. made, if he had a, a hand in producing or directing the first three, props. That's awesome. Everything after that, you are ruining the <laughs> franchise. Yeah, um, but yeah, I don't, I don't see this going big. What I could see, I started looking into Mattel and like, all right, what do they got that can make a decent movie? They made Scrabble. All their other games, I can't see any way of making a decent movie out of it. I'm waiting to hear about Scrabble. I would now. like to, <laughs> right? So I would like to see. Um, a combination of uh, the Queen's Gambit and the King of the Hill series where Peggy becomes a competitive scrabbler. Oh, yeah. Right? Boggle. No, she does Boggle. But yeah, same thing. Oh, Boggle. But boggle. same, but you do the same, same thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, So yeah, to see kind of a Queen's Gambit playing, playing Scrabble, that'd be an interesting, I don't know, if Mattel has money to burn, try it. Oh, but, man. Uh, yeah, that's, that's all I can come up with. Like disqualifications because that word is a slang and then you could have like, wait, that's supposed to be a name. Mm-hmm. You can't use that one. And oh, that, that'd be... And she's Drama. she's secretly she's secretly got a gambling addiction where she's betting on her matches, but then she has to throw one every <laughs> once in a while or something like that. And she's got hidden tiles up her sleeve or something. Yeah, yeah. And then maybe you can do the thing where like she's high in her bed, like like in Queen's Gambit, and she's like she's seeing words appear above her. <laughs> she's trying to figure mm-hmm. out words. Oh man! But, but English uh, wasn't her first language, so she's struggling to keep her words straight sometimes when she's high. Now, ah. Oh, you know what? That's really good. Now you're really throwing a wrench yeah, in it. Just, I like it. She she ended up playing a Russian word and she's like, oh shit, will they notice? And then it, luckily she realizes it's a Russian word that's also the same in English or something like that. <laughs> <Yeah. Let me laughs> tell you. Uh, now, now I want to see this movie's not being made. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We got to write to some people. It's okay. I know people. We'll, we'll get connected. <laughs> Squeaks, do you trust Vin Diesel in trying to make a I don't know. Franchise? I have no fucking opinion on this one, to be honest. <laughs> like, what the? <laughs> I don't. I literally don't know what to say. I'm stuck on a Barney movie. Like how do how do you do this? How did Uno not trip you up? Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah Barney. I'm thinking the Barney. Like, okay, I, I I'm actually thinking of it. Okay, my head obviously went straight to horror. I was like, hmm, I wonder how the fuck Barney. Ooh, fucking just like eating hell of kids and shit. Yeah, just oh yeah. yeah. 
I'm just thinking. Like, I was. I went right away to like Godzilla versus Kong versus Barney. I thought that'd be the, like, the next one. In the line. <laughs> See, yeah. I'm thinking like he's this happy-go-lucky like dinosaur, and next thing you know, there's this whole like a uh, investigation, FBI, like children are missing, right? And then they're just <laughs> yeah. fucking devoured, just bones terrible. and shit, like in his basement or whatever. <laughs> but uh, but uh, <laughs> well, it's not CD me. <laughs> family friend. Friendly Obviously, movie. That. Obviously, I don't Teaching think that's what Vin was going to do. But, uh, <laughs> but that'd be more interesting. Like, oh, shit, little Sally's fucking eaten by a purple dinosaur. <laughs> yeah. After watching uh, the F9 trailer for the latest Final mm. or Fast and the Furious, where they're going to space yeah. and there are flying cars, I was like, okay. I mean, this movie was already, this, this franchise is already so freaking off the rails. But now they're just like laughing at us. They're they're yeah. totally going shark shark tornado with us. Yeah. So yeah. Sharknado. It's just crazy. Sharknado. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Sharknado. I didn't know that. You're right. Yeah. That's so, it. Right so there. I heard since we're on the fast topic, I heard that they were concluding the the tri- the, the series, but they're going to conclude it with a trilogy, three more movies yeah. to yeah. end it up. Oh my god. Maybe we talked about that last week. I can't oh, yeah. remember. I think that's, it was at a text chain where we're just like all of our minds were that's blown. I think insane, that's what it was. Right? I don't know. I mean, like, if this is nine, we're going to have three more or two more after this. They're going to do, like, racing on the moon and stuff. Yeah. And, like, oh. NASA rover versus the they're gonna de- Dodge Charger. They're going to develop warp speed. It's going to be the first warp drive. <gasps> oh, then we got more Star Trek movies coming. Yes. Ooh, okay. Oh, man. <laughs> Vin Diesel and that, Star Trek. Oh, uh, man. <laughs> Vin Diesel and Star Trek makes me sick to my stomach. <laughs> That's a little crunchy. Yeah. <laughs> I only trust uh, him to play Groot and nothing else. Right. <laughs> All right. Uh. Knuckles is confirmed for Sonic 2, so there's a leaked photo from the set. I put it in the notes so you guys can check it out. Nice. Uh, he's standing next to Sonic and Tails. This is a puppet that is used for, during the CGI process to kind of like show like blah, blah, blah. First off, what do you guys think of this Knuckles? How do you guys think he looks? That looks perfect. That looks like the Knuckles from the games we just play, at least. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if this is ha- like the real image of what Knuckles will look like in the movie, I'm going to assume yeah. maybe he might be a little bit more, just more detailed, if anything. But yeah, I mean, obviously they learned their mis- mistake from the first one. Yeah, so. I think that's a key thing too. Yeah. yeah, he looks way, way, way more video game accurate, even than Sonic. There, like he looks the most video game accurate of all of them. Um, I would, I would, I'm excited for this. Yeah, we'll have probably more fur on him, more detailed fur and stuff. The thing I'm really hyped about is this brings in the Chaos Emeralds, mm-hmm. which was the backstory, like an actual deep story that's in the Sonic universe. Uh, Chaos Emeralds are pretty awesome. Uh, do you guys think they're going to be bringing in Doctor Robotnik right away because the Chaos Emeralds? Yeah, you can bring a Dr. Robotnik for that, but it's not that important. What do you think, Squeaks? Uh, I, I, I can see that they will to give us a bang. Like You you might even get to the point, because I'm thinking like Dreamcast, back in the Dreamcast days where they had the Shadow. Yeah. Like, can we introduce Shadow as maybe a villain, a potential that. villain for this one, and then maybe uh, Dr. Robotnik? Yeah, if I'm saying it right, yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe something like that would be kind of neat. I think... I think it would be cool to see the the the, the robotic Sonic. Remember that one? Oh, like Sonic yeah, yeah, okay. CD, I think maybe. Yeah, I think it was pretty dope. Uh, Jonathan, are you familiar or are you excited with the uh, Chaos Emeralds coming into the Sonic universe? Yeah, I remember. Like we saying, I remember it from one of the Dreamcast uh, Sonic games uh, back yeah. when you could like save memory on the little card and stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, I remember that I liked it in the game. Uh, I don't remember. How they worked, I remember. You know, you're you're going around trying to find them and have to fight, and then they kind of spread uh, dark energy or whatever to other monsters, something like that. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think it'll be good. I hope they do bring in Doctor Robotnik, and I think they would. Maybe maybe at the end, or maybe he's you know controlling these Chaos Emeralds or whatever. But because he's so iconic of of Sonic, that you know it's, mm-hmm. he's kind of the default, the most you know well known uh, villain. So 
uh, pretty sure at least if if nothing else, at least at the end, uh, they would bring him in and set him up for for the next sequel or something. But I do like that they have. They, I love Knuckles. He's my favorite, but I also like they have Tails. They got the full so, the full crew together. So yeah. that's kind of cool. Uh, can we see? I'm excited to hear what the cra- casting news is because they nailed casting so far. I mean, Jim Carrey. I mean, has him as as Eggman, as Doctor Robotnik is some of the best casting. So I would like to see what they're going to do. Who's going to be playing Knuckles? You know. I think there would be more cool. of this franchise uh, like continuing. So I'm kind of shook when I'm, uh, I heard all this. I'm curious of do you think we could see him maybe get into like a serious like maybe if you get introduce uh, Doctor Robotnik at the very end, kind of be like that Thanos. In credits ordeal, like can we build a bigger universe oh, for yeah. just the Sonic? I mean, I think they're going to try to do that. The first movie was very successful, especially after the fix. Uh, I don't see why they wouldn't do that. I think that they are trying to do that. And we have, like you said, Shadow is a great character. Oh, I love Shadow. And then we have, um, there's the bats. There's like a girl cat. Yeah, I think or something yeah, like that. Yeah. There's that big fat cat that goes fishing all the time. I like playing him on the old video game on the <laughs> on the Dreamcast as well, actually. Um, so there's a whole world there. Uh, God, we could even get a cameo from Mario. How cool would that be? You know, <laughs> that would be dope. Oh God. Uh, you know what? This one makes more sense when they go into space and shit compared to the Fast and Furious because I was just playing um, Sonic Forces. Yeah, Sonic Forces. Mm-hmm. And uh, it kind of does like work out. Like This whole universe can expand to something way bigger than just kind of how the first one was. Yeah. I'd like to see them go to uh, Vegas and then do some like... Because th- my favorite uh, levels were the, the casino levels. So it'd be cool to, for them to do some like that music in the background and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it, hopefully they keep going to this world. It's a really fun one. And uh, I mean, might as well. Uh, next up, we have uh, Emilia Clark, that is Daenerys Targaryen, joining Secret Invasions. So, so far we have Samuel Jackson, Ben Mendelsohn, Kingsley Ben Adir, and Oliver Coleman. Olivia Coleman, boy, English is tricky, uh, all doing the Secret Invasion uh, series over at Disney+. This was a really pivotal, it was a short but pivotal story uh, about the Skrulls invading. Squeaks, you've read this series, correct? Yes, because you told me to read it. You gave me the comics yeah. back in the day to read it. <laughs> Can you break down the story for us? Oh, shit, man. You know you gave me these comics the years general, ago, the general right? general idea. Oh, yeah, it came out, it came out no way. Yeah. Okay, so. The general idea. Uh, help me out if I try to remember this, okay? Okay. I, I so, uh, superheroes are uh, like the normal, like Captain America, stuff, Iron Man, stuff like that, are causing havoc, and they don't know, understand why. Uh, after mm-hmm. some time of like investigating shit, they realize that the scrolls are actually taken taken over, and obviously using them as image as as the image of them. Am I right so far? Yeah. yeah okay. Okay. I don't. I don't remember the main like what was their goal though. That's what I don't remember. Yeah. So, the, so we have like these, the bad scrolls, cause the scrolls, you know, they, they come in different, different, uh, moods. Um, and yeah, they're, they're infiltrating <laughs> the Avengers and whatnot. And my favorite part of the comic book and which is what I'm, why I'm excited about this series is it was the whole thing of who can you trust? Because you're sitting there, like say it's Iron Man and Captain America in a room and, and, and Black Widow. And they're all sitting there just be like, Oh, Hey, we have to fight these guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. And then one of them could be a scroll. And then later on comes to find out the two of them are scrolls. And so there's this whole thing of like, if you guys remember the great 80s movie, The Thing, uh, where he used yeah. to take over, yeah, it's a lot like that. It's a lot like that, where you don't know who you can trust. So this is a series. First of all, I think we're going to get some big cameos. I think we could actually get like Steve Rogers back and stuff like that, like big cameos in this series. Um, and then you have this whole like thing of like, who do you trust? You're on alone. 
And Amelia Clark, I like how she played in that Terminator movie because I kind of feel like it's that where you're always going to be on the run like you are in Terminator. I think it could be good. Uh, we have, it's a hell of a cast they're building for this, you know. I think it's going to bring up not only who do you trust, but how well do you know the people that you know? Because, yeah. you know, you may, you may trust them with your life, but like if I ask you a question and I expect you would normally respond in a certain way, but you respond totally different, then it's like, oh crap, you know, I trust him with my life, but that's not how Frank would respond. That must be a scroll kind of thing. So yeah, being able to really know a person's uh, personality and reactions. I'm really hoping they throw us some like, uh, like, oh shit moments where like, oh damn, that was a scroll. Kind of like Cordial, like really trick us and not just be like, okay, well, we kind of got the idea. Like Amelia herself is a scroll and you know, like we know, I want to be like shocked. Of yeah, I think that's going to be kind of where this one can lean into a horror film almost. Like, I, I'm excited for a horror Disney Plus series. I think this is the best chance at that. Uh, and and one thing with the Secret Invasion comic book, it came after the first Civil War comic book. So there was all kinds of things like, wait, was this guy a, a scroll the entire time during Civil War? Like, you questioned everything. So it was really interesting. Um, yeah, I, it's shaping up to be a good show. Disney Plus has been killing it, really. I'm kind of hoping they write it to where the scrolls end up being the good guys and we realize humanity is the problem but we're rooting for the scrolls at some point. Oh, shit. going too far. Yeah. That's, <laughs> I got Jalen over there. That's the extra deep. That's the Shyamalan twist for you. <laughs> Squeaks. I don't know. Maybe Jonathan's a scroll and we don't know it. We have to keep careful with him. Son of a bitch. I don't know. <laughs> He's revealing. I knew he was looking at me weird yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> it's just those keep uh, short. All right, let's go ahead. <laughs> we'll, no, you're good. We'll move on to Captain, uh, Captain America 4 is in development. Uh, this is spoilerish, so if you guys haven't watched the latest Cap- uh, Falcon of the Winter Soldier, I'm going to give you five, four, three, two, and one. So uh, we know that the only person we're, we're confirmed is Anthony Mackie, who was Falcon, is now Captain America, will be the Captain America for this one. Uh, did you guys both have a chance to watch the last episode? No, I'm a couple behind. John's a couple behind. You're supposed to log out at that five, four, three, two, one. John. Right. <laughs> no, you're, you're good, John. We won't, we won't go crazy. We won't go crazy. Uh, so, do you think the power broker is going to be the main villain in this, Squeaks? Uh, I guess it would have to. I mean, I can't. Okay, so thinking about about. Okay, I'm going to be negative a little bit. Okay, so yeah, fair. Uh, I just don't see this one um, pulling much attention. To I mean, okay, so as Falcon, who really gave a shit about the character? Let's be. I mean, honest. You know, like he's not that appealing to me. So just because we throw like bam the stars and stripes on him, we're supposed to be like fuck yeah, this is gonna be the best character ever. Not a, I'm just not a huge. <sighs> I, I, he's just not a movie theater character to me. He's more of like okay, I could sit, watch him on the Disney series. Get you a don't little, think they developed for that? Built up his character now? Maybe, maybe because it was like okay, the, the very end, you're you're Captain America, and bam, that's it. You know, like oh, now we're getting a Captain America four. I just him overall is just whatever to me. But then again, like I want you guys to know too, and I, you always hear me say this: I'm an old school person. I'm a, I'm an original person, so oh, yeah. I'm I'm that. always yeah. like, you know, if it's not the original character, I don't really care. Not saying I'm falling off the MCU now because I don't know what direction it is with like the, uh, what's the one that they're casting? Like Angelina Jolie, something gods, Eternals, Eternals. Okay, Eternals. I'm kind of like, eh, I don't really know about all that kind of this. Yeah, but yeah. um, I. I um, yeah. but to me, Falcon just doesn't seem a strong enough character to, uh, rack in. I'm, I'm sure he, it's a Marvel movie, so everybody's going to go see it still, yeah. but you know, that's just my opinion, you know, whatever. So for, for pure strength, I, I actually kind of like the idea of somebody being Captain America that doesn't have the super soldier serum. 
he does use the wings to kind of help himself. Like whenever he was getting punched, he used the wings yeah, to stab yeah. down to kind of. I like that a lot. It not being too strong is great. It's why they have a hard time writing for Superman sometimes. Because like if somebody doesn't have kryptonite in their hand, okay, how is this fight gonna go? It's just two big guys hitting each other. So I like the idea of him being against the odds. He has a lot of great storylines. There's one where uh, I think his name's Torres, the guy that was helping him out in the series. He becomes the new Falcon, so we could have that story develop. Oh, okay. Um, here's what I'm hoping. Okay, so again, this is all spoiler stuff. I think Power Broker. I won't say the name of Power Broker because that way, just to be safe, I think that'll be resolved in the second season of the new Captain. Captain America and the Winter Soldier. They changed the title now. I think it'll be in that. But I think the villain for this might be Val. You remember Val? She played uh, by uh, Julie Louise Dreyfus. God. Fucking probably the best character in the whole movie. And she only had like two scenes. Uh, well, <laughs> they're going to be using her. Her character in the comic books is somebody who is Hydra-Shield combo. So she's with Hydra, but S.H.I.E.L.D. thinks that she's with S.H.I.E.L.D. And vice versa, you know? So I could really see her as like the person who brings back Hydra proper because I am aching for Hydra to come back proper. And they just kind of let, so I would like, that's what I want from Captain America 4. I want them to bring back Hydra all the way for them to be a major villain, to be a problem. Uh, bring back aim or, you know, bring in aim and all that, whatever you want. But I mean, Hydra is my baby, you know, that's, that's true Marvel villainry, villainy. And uh, it's a shame that we don't have it. So I'm hoping that's what happened. I hope it's foul. Oh, that's badass. Do you think people are tired of Hydra and if they bring him back, would they have to re like re tell their story or, or change what they are? How they're how they're perceived? Uh I think that people I don't think people got a good enough introduction to Hydra. Okay. Because the first introduction was like, oh, it's a wing of the Nazi party. And then the second time you saw him was like in the the Captain America Winter Soldier movie, which did a good job of the like, you know, Hell Hydra, like the quiet thing. But really, as much as I'm not a big fan of the show, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. did a way better job with Hydra. And I think if they were to do this thing where Hydra's now rising through the ranks again, like see the rise of Hydra in Captain America 4, man, that would get me hyped for the next Captain America. It would get me hyped for all kinds of stuff, you know? Really, Secret of Agents is not a terrible spot to kind of throw in some Hydra stuff too. And I I know I mentioned this during the sloop. I really like that now. This is what we've been wanting from Marvel, guys. We talked about this in in the first, like, kind of 2018 back on this show. We were talking about how we want Marvel to make different categories within there. So we have the the God stuff with Thor. We have the magic stuff over here with WandaVision and and Doctor Strange. And we have a great spot where Falcon, uh, Captain America, Winter Soldier, where it's all the spy thriller. And just make that all Hydra boss stuff. Like, it's so cool. I think we have a good future there. So you're saying they kind of keep the scenario separate then, um, right? Yeah, I would say I like make, that. I make like Hydra that. the main villain, but it's it's not something that Thor needs to deal with. Thor doesn't have to deal with Yeah, you know, I, Hydra. I actually like that. I like that instead of just intermingling, intermingling with every single movie they make in the universe. I like that. Yeah, there's yeah. D- different different battlefronts, and each battlefront's yeah. a different type of war, war, war or world that they're fighting in. Yeah, I like that, yeah. actually. And then, of course, you have that one big guy, like Thanos was, always cooking in the background. Mm-hmm. And eventually, okay, we have to team up to take him out. And my next big, there's two big bad guys that need to be kind of cooking up in the background. Doctor Doom and Galactus. Those are the two big guys that need to be cooking in the background right now. And hopefully they bring them up. Doctor Doom is like the Loki one, the one that kind of like sides with us sometimes or whatever. You know, he's not, he's gray. And then of course, Galactus, we just have to kill that guy. <laughs> like we have to fend, or we have to at least push him back. You don't really kill him. We need to at least push him back. He's too big. Okay, real quick, we're going to do our better Oscars. We're heading into our better Oscars, guys. 
All right, so we had the Oscars tonight. I'm sure there's a lot of great winners. You know, hurrah to you guys. You guys got lame categories. So here's our better Oscars. People voted from on Twitter and on our Patreon. Patreon people voted as well. So here we go. First off, best villain. All right. So the uh, contenders were Dr. Robotnik eight, uh, for Sonic, Adrian Griffin from The Invisible Man, Andrea Sater from uh, Tenet, and Cheetah from Wonder Woman 1984. Squeaks, which was your best villain out of those? Holy shit. Um, what was the second one again? Second one was from The Invisible Man. Adrian Griffin. Yeah, because I thought Cheetah was trash. (laughs) Um, Robotnik. We didn't. Did Robotnik pop up on a movie? On the movie? On a. On Sonic, the movie, the Sonic movie. Yeah. Did he pop up on it? Of course he was. Yeah, it's Jim Carrey. Oh, I'm. That's Eggman. Oh, I'm thinking his Eggman name. Sorry, sorry. I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with the Visible Man one. That was a pretty good movie. That was an interesting. He was a real good dirtbag. Yeah, yeah. I like that one. Jonathan, what was your vote? Uh, mine was Cheetah just because I hadn't seen the other three options, but <laughs> yeah, I know nobody liked Cheetah, so I don't know why it wasn't on there. That's how Scott's vote torn two. He's like, I have only seen that one, so it's that one. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. Well, I saw I saw uh, all of these, and my vote was for Doctor Robotnik, and that's what the fans voted for too. Twitter voted for Doctor Robotnik. He is our best villain of 2020. All right, next is best comic book movie. Uh, this is also through uh, Twitter as well. We have New Mutants, Birds of Prey. Wonder Woman 1984, and Bloodshot. So first off, I want to just, real quick, Bloodshot surprised me. That was actually better than I thought it was going into it. Um, but my vote was for Birds of Prey. Jonathan, what was yours? Uh, I remember I reviewed Bloodshot was was pretty bad. Uh, at first, it was funny how you're like, oh yeah, it's actually pretty good because I set the bar nice and low for you. Um, but yeah, I'll probably say Birds of Prey as well. Okay. Yeah, Birds of Prey. Uh, John, uh... The, you praised New Mutants, and I was like, oh, okay, maybe it'd be pretty good. I watched it, and I was like, God, what a fucking hunk of trash. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like it not for us, but as a future, you know, uh, X-Men that can move into the teen yeah. genre, I think it'd be yeah, good. It's a really X-Men. shitty future you're predicting. Yeah. <laughs> and it had, I, I had good acting. I like the, the chick that ended yeah, up being in uh, Queen's fine. Gambit. That was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. No, I thought the acting was fine. Just, well, yeah. Yeah. The movie. Twitter agreed with us. <laughs> Birds of Prey won by a mile. It was yeah. pretty far ahead of everybody else, which I was surprised because like Wonder Woman's like all the big flash, you know, but Birds of Prey was actually really good. And so people watch that. I know, you know, DCEU rough, but this was actually pretty good. Biggest Badass. This was done to our, by our patrons. Um, biggest Badass is we have the protagonist from Tenet, Harley Quinn from Birds of Prey, Art from Project Power, and Andy from The Old Guard. Jonathan, who's your vote on this one? I'm going to go with the guy from Project Power. Yeah, Art, yeah. played by, uh, yeah, yeah, by uh, Jamie Foxx. Yeah. yeah, that was pretty awesome. Yeah. What do you think of Squeaks? Um, I think I'm going to go with the uh, Birds of Prey still. I mean, just to see that stud. Uh, uh, what's his name again? I'm sorry. Uh, Obi-Wan. Um, what's his e- name? Ian McGregor? Ian McGregor. E- yeah. God, what a fucking handsome stud, man. I was like, <laughs> holy shit, that's him. He looks so good still. <laughs> <laughs> you don't love his acting such- or his characters. You just yeah. like his look. You're well, attracted okay, cool to him, but yeah, I'm just and like definitely his character. His character is such a jerk in <laughs> that is, movie. He so is. shitty. Oh, <laughs> um, I really, I really liked Andy in the Old Garden. Uh, this I really thought Major Badass, right? That's that one where they're all immortal and still like they're assassins. But the patrons rolled in with Harley Quinn as the winner for that one. So patrons voted for Harley Quinn, winner of Biggest Badass. We have two more categories: Best Horror Film. We have Gretel and Han- Hansel, Run, The Invisible Man, and Host. 
Squeaks, what's your vote, man? Uh, I'm gonna go. I think I'm still. I'm gonna go with Invincible Man again. It wasn't yeah. like too crazy horror, Invisible. but I really. I mean, but I liked it. It was. It was different because it was like a, a suit thing, so it was different than like the old school Invisible Man. Like I'm, I would, you know, like I remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna go Invisible Man. Yeah. still. I really like the way it ended too. Just like yeah. not to spoil anything, but the ending was like, oh yeah, yeah, nice. like this bitch about to have all the, you know. Yeah. Like shit. <laughs> <laughs> All the power now. <laughs> yeah. What do you think, John? What was your favorite horror film? I can't vote. I haven't seen any of those. My wife is deathly afraid of scary oh, movies, so I haven't seen a good scary oh, movie right. in years. Do not watch Gretel and Hansel. I'm just going to tell you right Pretty now. Gory. It is rough. Yeah. Oh, it's rough. Watch. It's gory, though, right? Or is it actually for the scary? <laughs> I see it's, it's, go- it. it's gory, yeah, but she can't handle gory at all. Yeah. yeah. Or no. suspense. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're stuck with Disney, Disney, Pixar, DreamWorks kind of movies. Uh, okay. Some of those Pixar Disney Plus are a gets rough. a lot of exercise at their place. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, the winner is The Invisible Man. Nice. And it, it was a, just a really, really well done movie. Best animated film. This is our last one. Now, this is the reason we went with this one because this is actually something that's in the regular Oscars. But they always go for like foreign movies that nobody's seen, or just like, oh, well, this one had a really good art design. Let's talk about badass animated movies, okay? So. We have Justice League Dark, uh, The Apocalypse War, so that's the sequel, uh, Mortal Kombat Legends, Onward, and Soul. John, what was your favorite out of those four? Onward, definitely. Yeah. What about you, Squeaks? Uh, the Mortal Kombat Legends, is that the Scorpions one? Scorpion um, Revenge? Yeah. Yep. <sighs> um, I think Onward is trash. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Soul? Oh, God, what a letdown. Uh, <laughs> really? What? You have no soul. Um, I think. Uh, what was the first one, Frank? You said before Mortal Kombat. Justice League Dark. Okay. Apocalypse okay. Yeah. Fucking. Yeah. I'm gonna go Mortal Kombat then. Mortal Kombat. Yeah. My vote was for Justice League um, Dark Apocalypse War, and that actually got second highest votes, oh, okay. which is impressive. But the winner was Soul. Soul took it, the win. Soul was kind of a letdown. I mean, did you guys like Soul or no? Have you seen Soul? I, I liked it. I think I liked it a lot. It was, yeah, I liked it a lot. It was just I, fine think, to me. Yeah. I think the story kind of meandered. I think the whole like cat part was a little bit too long. Yeah. Um, But I thought it was okay. I thought it was pretty good. I think it's coming off of Coco, which I could watch like fucking five times right now. And tell me why. Coco, oh my God. four for four. It's got me crying at the end. It's like, I know what happens and I'm still tearing up right now. But Coco, it's like when you come <sighs> off of that and you make like soul, you're like, ah, my expectations are way up here now. So, am I that part where he plays Remember Me for his grandma? Mm-hmm. Cut it out. Fucking goosebumps uh, right now. Am I, <laughs> I might be remembering wrong, but I want to say that we had even mentioned on this podcast that they're making a sequel to Coco. Is that right? I don't remember that, but I'm, I'm on board. I, think, I don't I remember that. they though. are. Mm, I I don't know what God, that soundtrack I, it's in my play it's on my spotify playlist oh, God, that yeah. remember me oh, yeah. so good oh, man yeah. and then the other one too where he like does the um real loud shout Loco Loco? Yeah. yeah yeah that one yeah, yeah. yeah oh that's in there too that's on my playlist as well <laughs> i don't know i can't think of the name now but i'm singing it along even yeah, though i don't know yeah. like half the words sometimes <laughs> um but it's really good okay that is it for our better oscars All right, Squeaks and I are now going to be going over our review for the new Mortal Kombat movie. Squeaks, just right off the bat, what are your thoughts on the movie? Did you like it? Did you hate it? I actually did like it. Um, well, I was uh, going in with low expectations, but then as the trailers started uh, being released, uh, my expectations were getting a little higher. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but overall, uh, I'm not going to say uh, that it's definitely the, my favorite movie of the year so far. Um, but it's definitely, I mean, I like it. I enjoyed it. I could go there. I can't say it's bad. I can't say it's great, but it's good. How about you? I I thought it was good. I enjoyed myself. I mean, it wasn't like, oh, this story is compelling. There was like, of course, major flaws (laughs) that, but uh, knowing that company, you know, New Line Cinema, it's been a bit since they've made anything like super high quality. So kind of going with that in mind, I enjoyed myself. Uh, it was fun. I think they did a really good job of like referencing the video game quite a bit there were a lot of moves i recognized which that was enjoyable as a video game watcher i think if you weren't a video game watcher you took a lot less from this um seeing like oh hey that's kano i know what's gonna happen to him (laughs) you know uh stuff Mm -hmm. like that i know what his ability will be so that was pretty cool uh what is your experience with mortal kombat how many have you played oh goodness so i played uh i could kind of remember some on top of my head like back in the ps2 days uh, like Deadly Alliance um, going on, obviously, with PS3, with uh, even to the point where <laughs> you could play the storyline of DC versus Mortal Kombat. Yeah. And then currently, obviously, with Mortal Kombat 11. Okay. Uh, for myself, yeah. uh, I played Mortal Kombat 3 like crazy. And then I played, I did own the N64 version. That is like the first one that went mm. 3D, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. But I couldn't tell you anything that happened in that. But I, I do remember the first, oh, the, the third one a lot. So there was a lot of characters that were like, oh, okay, yeah, he's from he's from MK3. I know that. Stuff like that. So it was pretty nice. And then I I myself had a sheet with like <laughs> the cast, the character's name, and then like I had a picture of the character from the games. So that I could be like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's that's who that is. Because <laughs> growing up, of course, we were just like, oh, the guy that throws a frisbee hat. <laughs> like I didn't know his name. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh let's go off of uh let's go off story first. Uh, the story to me, I think I was missing one big factor. There was no turn. Oh, wait, before we go too far, spoiler warning, just get that out there. Spoiler warning. Yeah. Okay. It was missing a tournament, which I felt was kind of important. They actually preluded. They, they were saying like, oh yeah, there's a tournament. And if we lose again, earth gets invaded by who cares. And so we have to make sure that we really, you know, win this. Whoa, one. by who cares? Oh well, my I mean, like, goodness. I don't, you know, the, the, that part doesn't matter, right? It's all about winning the tournament. It doesn't matter who's going to, right? <laughs> okay. The focus okay. on Mortal Kombat is the combat part of the tournament. And um, and so there was no tournament in this. What did you think of the story? Okay, so you kind of like had me on the uh, up and up with the whole story of itself because you did say that Sub-Zero is confirmed uh, for four movies. Yes. So that made me feel, okay, a little bit relaxed of, like you said, it's missing a tournament. Now, I kind of enjoyed the story for the fact that um, it was Earthrealm's pretty much last chance. If they lose one more tournament, they're going to get evaded by, I think, Out- Outworld is what they said it was. I don't, um, yeah, and Yeah, it's another realm, Outworld. Yeah, I think it was Outworld, but they said that they would pretty much con- consume. So uh, Shang Tsung wanted to really like, I kind of like the idea of like, hey, fuck that. We're going to take care of business now. So they have no one in the tournament, which is great. But then you're like, okay, so where's the tournament? Yeah. Um. But it looks like they're really building this universe if that's really the game plan and they're actually going to continue with these Mortal Kombat movies. I'm a little shook at the little bit because of some of the uh, the deaths in this movie. We're like, right. whoa, <laughs> I thought maybe this is a character that could last longer, really, not just a one movie thing. So I'm a little nervous for that point. But Mortal Kombat does have a lot of characters uh, that they can bring. But you just kind of like killing off Sub-Zero is a huge one. I thought Kung Lao, Kung Lao's death yeah. um, was kind of like, whoa, shook with me a little bit. Um so I think just it's a great start as long as you promise me that we are going to build up to this tournament eventually. 
Well, they do reference uh, even even with Sub Zero going away, the fact that I think it was Shang Tsung that said it, like, you know, death is just another realm, and they'll all be back. Mm-hmm. So all these characters that die, which kind of makes sense if you're looking at it in, in the video game sense too, because it's like, yeah, I just killed Sub Zero. Oh wait, I could play as Sub Zero <laughs> in the next match. So it's nice yeah. to kind of have this idea where everybody can come back, and and then maybe there's the like, oh, we'll try to find a way to kill them off uh, finally. Um, what did you think of Cole, the main character in the story? That's how okay. I was actually wanting to get your opinion on that one too. I thought he was, I think he was cool for the fact that it kind of felt like we're on this adventure ourselves with these, these like characters that we know to love. Right. So it was kind of like me joining the game, pressing start. That's me. I'm Cole. Right. Um, I, um, it's kind of like why right you know right at the same time um why can't we just like overview like the story behind kind of like everyone and why a main character that's a nobody i get they want to kind of expand the whole uh uh, scorpion storyline yeah in a way um but i mean it's not like to me he added anything great he didn't, um, but, but I didn't wish he was somebody it. from the game. That that bugged me that he wasn't somebody from yeah. the games. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, is that the only thing that bugged you? Just because he wasn't in the game? Of him, I just kind of felt like he was so extra because, of course, I watched the old '90s movies right when I was a kid, and they had the three heroes from Earth, and that made like, okay, that's perfect. I want to see those three heroes. We we're missing one, and in, in totally with Johnny Cage. Um. And I just, and then also with the with the Sonya Blade, right? She not being worthy for most of the film really bugged me too. I was like, excuse yeah. me, she's a badass. She needs to be on the same part as everybody else. Uh yeah, back in yeah. back another little bit on that. So basically, like you said, not worthy. They come up with this fucking marking on their bodies and say, like, hey, we're the chosen ones to fight for Earth Rome. So but why? Why wasn't just right in the one be like, hey, these are my fighters. I know who they are. Basically you're a Thunder God. You can kind of in a way see everything below you. Raiden should have been the one handpicking these characters and not just like a fucking marking tattoo. Or was it? Because it, I didn't. It's not like they referenced to be like, hey, you got the marking because the Raiden chose you, you know? Right. It was kind of like how they get this marking. There's only one kid that was saved uh, that ended up being born with the marking that was Cole himself. So it feels like mm-hmm. Raiden only really chose him um, through, of course, his, his mother or grandmother, whoever that was, uh, that was saved. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, it would have been cooler if Raiden was like, Earth only has one more chance. We need you. And then you'd have a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could imagine just like, ah, uh, oh, bullshit. I'm not going to, you know, especially Kano. Like, I'm not going to go with you or whatever. And then he's like, yeah. I'll promise you some Arcana abilities and just follow me. That would have been cool. Yeah. And, and that was another thing, too, is like, I mean, Raiden is amazing. He's always been amazing. He just will always be amazing. Yeah. But it bugged me that Shang Tsung was able to invade early. And no other gods are stepping in to stop him. And he even references that. He's like, yeah, you're the only one that cares anymore. And it's like, God, that bugs yeah. me. Because it's like, Raiden is badass, but where are the other gods? Like, why is why is nobody stopping this? It means that Mortal Kombat doesn't matter at all. If he's able to do that. Well, it is kind of crazy. Yeah, a lot of these games, um, they go back. I mean, basically, the big ones are uh, Shang Tsung and, and uh, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, Raiden. Mm-hmm. You never really see, like, all these other, like, Elder Gods. Uh they kind of, they pop up in uh, Mortal Kombat 11, but as like uh, like nine what do you call it like not Knights of a Round Table, 
but like a Jedi Council in a way. Okay, so yeah. they're not really too much in it. Yeah. You do get to play as one god in Mortal Kombat 11. So they're not very like visible in the games. But to me, Raiden's my my main character. Like I will every time I play a Mortal Kombat game, I master him and then I move on. Mm -hmm. Um so seeing how they portrayed Raiden in, in this movie was kind of upsetting. Uh I felt like he didn't really have a strong presence. Um Raiden is usually someone with that we talked about it before with the Lex Luthor type of attitude. You walk in the door and you know he's there, he has a strong voice. Yeah. Um, a godly type voice. This one was is he just seemed more human. To me than anything else. And you're right. He wasn't really like. It's like step in bro. Like I want to see you do some crazy lightning shit. You know. Yeah. The the premise that the movie set up. Where basically. You know the Mortal Kombat will stop the invasion. So then you know we have Sang's, uh, Shang Sun. Who goes. He invades anyways. So then that means the Mortal Kombat's not important at all. And the fact that. Him invading early means. Still doesn't mean that like. Okay Raiden. Then you should be able to activate yourself. Because you're attacking, exactly, you're defending yeah. before because somebody's cheating on Mortal Kombat. It's like, why are the like the set the failsafes aren't kicking in? And it was just like, oh man, it'd be cool if like Shang Tsung got punished for this. I, I do want to shout out real quick the actor Chin Han. He's from you know uh, the Batman movies with Christian Bale, and he's he, he did amazing job on Marco Polo, mm -hmm. a series for Netflix. Uh, that dude is an amazing actor. So I was just he's so freaking good. Yeah, I mean. I, I get what you're saying, how you're saying, like, the, okay, the Mortal Kombat doesn't feel as important. Um, but I, I, I still did like how he was like, yeah, basically he's cheating. He's like, right. fuck this. I'm going to try to wipe you guys out before the tournament starts so Earthworm doesn't have any fighters and we can basically win by default. Mm -hmm. um, but it's, it's kind of like you're right. Raiden should have been able to, like, if he's going to be stepping in, I'm going to be stepping in. Exactly. Let me see that godlike powers. That would have been dope. Because then I, I want to see, like, Raiden had a lot of cool things to do, but the entire time was just like, well, I can only create a wall, and I can't do anything else about this. It's like, dude, we know what you can do. <laughs> you know, start yeah. lighting some bitches up. That uh, would be cool. Yeah. Uh, in, in the, you have, oh, go ahead. Well, in the games, is there normally, like, two sides, like, that are portrayed in the movie like this? Uh, It's more, it's kind of like three in a way. Um, You got Earthrealm, Out, Outworld, gets nether realm there's a couple of different ones because you got like okay you got shang soon you got uh raiden and then you have like shao khan and his people mm -hmm. um uh oh, what is it god i wish i could remember all of them on top of my head but you got like three different realms and they basically are kind of like that really okay so maybe in the follow-ups we'll get more realms introduced this is just our our toes dipping yeah because i think the big one and the yeah i think the big one is the uh kind of like the Call it like an Easter egg of Shao Kahn. Uh, there's a big statue of pretty much him in the movie. Uh, so we're kind of hoping that's a huge character. Yeah. Um, Earth Realm, Nether Realm, Outworld, Order Realm, Chaos Realm, and Id, Id yeah, if I'm saying that right. So basically, Outworld, uh, Earth Realm, and Nether Realm are your big ones. But there's a lot of like hints to, here and there, especially with Shao Kahn. He's a huge character uh, to have. So. I'm assuming he could be the next uh, big villain in the next one. So, yeah, the guy with the four arms. What's what's his name? Because I was kind of surprised that he was Goro. Goro. That dude used to be like a big boss. He was kind of taken care of pretty easily. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You know, and that's what's crazy with this one is to see how uh, some of these main characters leave after the first movie. I mean, uh, you know, my shocking one, and actually, I'm gonna do a shout out for uh, the acting, uh, Kung Lao. 
Um, yeah. Played by Max Hung, if I'm saying his last name right. Mm-hmm. I thought he was great. To, to see him, like, nah, Liu Kang was that save him. Uh, you know how he's getting his soul sucked out? I was yeah. like, nah, he'll be saved. And I'm like, holy fuck. No, he's not being saved right now. What's yeah. going on? So his death was kind of shocking. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, I thought they did a great job with bringing characters that aren't as popular. Uh, one I was shocked to see was Natara. Basically, the back, uh, kind of like that bad girl that was flying around. Yeah, yeah. Um, kind of like threw me off because she looks in the movie nothing like she did back in the video games. And that was, I believe, Death, uh, Deadly Lines from PS2. Mm-hmm. Um, she was kind of like had that more like sex appeal and stuff. Whatever. This one was like way off. Yeah. But um. But to kind of see her pop up, and it's a character that nobody's really asking for, and to see her, like, fatally die yeah. <laughs> uh, by his hat, one, that was badass, too, to, finally, to see a fatality, pretty much, and to kind of see her just come and go, I kind of like that, you know? Yeah. But, uh... I, sp- yeah. I especially liked her death, of course, because it was straight up, like, ripped out of the vi- video games. Um, yeah. And then, of course, yeah. you had the flawless victory that he said oh, afterwards. Yeah. I was like, oh, man, that feels so good hearing you say that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. was there any uh any of the video game hints that you really liked in particular um what do you mean like maybe nods to the game or nods to the game yeah like i'll give you another one uh okay. the beginning like like the beginning fight was it's obvious to say who sub-zero is right he's a guy that has ice powers but um mm-hmm. when he's fighting that one guy that scorpion basically before he's scorpion and he picks up that weapon. You're like, oh, that's Scorpion. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. it's all about that weapon. And that was just like such a cool moment. You know, uh, I really liked that one. That was cool. Yeah, I think. OK, as corny as it is, I do kind of like some uh, like when Kung Lao did say Fall is Victory or Fatality or when Kano yeah. ripped the heart out of Reptile. I was like, Kano wins, you know? I Yeah, uh, that was cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like maybe those like the corny as hell. Right. But it's yeah. like. Yeah, it's kind of like I need it, you know. <laughs> I yeah, they're okay. So let's go over the corniest one though. It's got to be the big battle at the end. Uh, we have Scorpio, a uh, scorpion that like literally yells, "Get over here!" in the voice from the video game, not his own voice at all. And it, I was just like, "Oh, I'm so happy they did that." Does it fit this movie? No. If you were somebody who watched is this it? movie yeah. and not familiar, you would be like, "What the hell is that?" Because that is like that's perfect. It was like, oh, it was so great to hear. Now, do you is is that confirmed? They use the the video game voice instead of like him trying to alter alter his own voice. They could have, but they, it could have been the altered yeah. voice. But man, that sounds I mean dead on yeah. to the video game. That would be crazy. Yeah, I mean, it, it, you can't have Scorpion without him saying that, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was so badass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what did you um, think of? Is was there any other moments for you that was really awesome? Um, um, no, I mean, I like the nods to the fighting moves. Like when you saw, um, Liu Kang do like his little, like, uh, where he stays in the air and starts kicking. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's Jonathan's favorite move. And it's so frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> Even that part, there's one part but, where he was like, do it where you get low and do his like swing kick or whatever. And he's like, is that all you can do? It's like, yeah. that is so true, man. There's nothing like a little brother that learns that ability. And that's all they do. And it pisses you off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One thing I wish they kind of did do differently, um, going back to the reptile, was that instead of like a huge reptile, mm-hmm. reptile in the game is like semi-human in a way. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like, I wish I would have seen that different, but I did like how they did just bring in, kind of like how I was saying with the other character with the wings, Natalia. Yeah. Um, kind of just bring in real quick, not a huge character, we're going to kill him off right away and be gone. Mm-hmm. I kind of like that, so... Was there any uh, particular character you thought that was done extra well? 
<sighs> Man, I, I still think Kung Lao. He, I think he's my favorite character uh, in the movie. Yeah. Um, just because I thought he he was great. Um, besides that, though, Kano was a blast. I mean, obviously he's that comedic relief, and I thought he did a good job. He stole you know, it, being man. That Australian. Yeah. yeah, he was really good. Australian. And I'm not a Kano fan game wise. But, not at all. Yeah. But that actor really stole every scene that he said anything in. Yeah. Yeah, I I thought he was perfect. Um, and honestly, you didn't get a lot of it, but Shang Tsung, the villain, that was my vote um, right there. Yeah. Yeah, I think visually he was like, damn, this this does look like okay. I I mean, th- this is the intimidating, right? Yeah. I mean, he does look like the villain. Yeah, they did a really good job with him. He had that the the special effects they did on him, which there were times with the special effects you could tell were like, oof, that's not great. Um, but the actual like spell ability, if you guys can think of that, those effects were all top notch. And whenever yeah. he, like Shang Tsung would come in and he has like that smoke magic around him, yeah. I was like, oh, that looks so dope. They did a really good job with that. Um, I'm just a little confused on why was his eyes always turning black. What was the point of it? Well, I think never seen it happen before. Right, but I think that was a way of indicating like I'm in magic mode because he wasn't doing that when he was just talking. He was yeah. doing that when he was like attack them. So I think that was like his yeah. like I'm turning. Like powerful right now, moment. I, that might have been just a visual effect. Yes. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else you want to point out about this movie before we grade it? Um. Yeah, I do want to point out um something kind of shitty about it the the powers that they were obtaining oh, through yeah. their whatever you want to call Arcana it. Arcana yeah. in the movie they called it Arcana. Arcana. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Like, why did why is one? Why is that a thing? Mm-hmm. Uh, this, these used to be like, you know, reasons why they have these powers in the video games. Obviously, like, so your blade would have like these cuffs, you know, that would make her shoot out that little pulse flare or whatever. Um, and then, um, Kano, it's like, he always had that metal eye and it's like, what the fuck? Now his normal eye has lasers. What the fuck? But, and then, uh, yeah, none of those are Jax, as dumb as Jax. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jax's arms what the shit yeah. is that? <laughs> uh, yeah, guys, it's hard to explain, but basically Jax has like shitty, like he's got his arms ripped off by Sub-Zero. That was cool. Um, and, but then they replaced him with like shitty mechanical arms that they had like laying around, it seemed like. But then when he's having to save the day and then he, his Arcana ability kicks in and builds really good arms, I was like, that's just so stupid. Like, yeah, I don't, you had to have a reason for his a special thing to be that he has metal arms. I get that, but then don't just don't have Arcana. <laughs> like, just make that. I don't know. It just seemed didn't didn't make much sense. He had the yeah, whatever. He's been working with him for a long time. You're telling me that he didn't already have his ability or something? I'm not sure. Uh, I the actor though, <sighs> if you guys are Arrowverse fans, the actor is from Supergirl. He's James uh, James Olsen. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, but other than that, I mean. <clears throat> I thought, I mean, it really, Sonya Blade didn't, like, knock me off my feet. Um, yeah. It was just an actress thing. But, I, uh, I think she did as good yeah. as the original Sonya Blade. It's, I think the writing could have been better, but I think the actress did as good. Yeah. As, like, the 90s, yeah, you know, yeah. the 90s version. Got it, yeah. Hopefully we For get sure. a good Johnny okay. Cage. I hope they cast somebody fun for good Johnny Cage, you know? But <sighs> Well, is, I don't believe Kano, uh, how did he die? He didn't really die, did he? You know, I'm trying to think now. I don't know if he died. Oh yeah, no, yeah, no, no. He's... Oh no, no. Uh, yeah, Sonya Blade killed him. Uh, outside her house. Oh, and took the scar thing. Yeah, that's how she got it. Yeah. 
Well, th- yeah. Now, does he not have his laser eye when he comes back from hell? Like, how does this work? I was, I was gonna say, man, yeah, because I feel like there's so much more to Kano they could bring with him actually putting the metal piece on his eye, yeah. him kind of being more of the. They really hint at the uh, the black dragons a lot, which is obviously a clan in the games. Uh, so it'd be kind of cool to see him as like the leader of the black dragons. But then again, they referenced it so much, and they said like you were the you know like yeah. the you know king or the boss of the black dragons it's like okay now it just feels like we're never going to get it and as a video game so person that plays Mortal Kombat, we're just supposed to know already kind of like when the world of warcraft movie came out not really for people that are brand new to world of warcraft they're pretty much hey we're giving the uh you know the we're entertaining the now fans done by the same company yeah both are new oh line. shit yep. well there you go <laughs> twins a lot <laughs> all right let's go ahead and throw a grade on this what are you grading this oh Right, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do a. We're doing minuses and pluses, right? Of course. Okay, I'm gonna do B minus. Okay, that's fair. I did a C plus, so okay. I think we're both okay. kind of in the same area. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm still very excited for the sequels, though. That's that's a good sign. I'm hyped for the sequels. Yeah. Maybe we'll get a tournament. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Just imagine if, like you said, Sub Zero was uh, signed on for four movies. So we kind of okay. There's your hint at that four movies. Wonder in those four movies we don't get a tournament. Oh my god! <laughs> or if Sub Zero like just makes cameos the whole time, we just see him like wandering around okay. hell fighting Scorpio and hell. Well, Scorpion fuck and hell yeah, the you're right. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. So what the what are you going to do right now with Sub Zero if he's supposedly dead? Uh, well, I think the next thing is that Shang Tsung's got to go to hell and get them all back, or go to the I mean Netherworld, whatever, get them all back. True. There is another character too, uh, Quan Chi, who's a really big like sorceress um, person too. Like, uh, I guess you could say demonic sorcerer. Mm-hmm. So I could kind of see that happening. Yeah. Okay. So obviously, all these motherfuckers come back. Even Kane would come back all crazy like he is in the video games. Yeah. Th- now, yeah. yeah, maybe they'll do a thing where like, oh, you're missing your mark. Now we'll give you the metal part of the eye, or something like that. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Okay. All right, guys. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it. We will see you guys next week. Uh, we have a push a talk scheduled coming pretty soon. Uh, we're going to be interviewing a news website and how they do their news and stuff like that. And then we have another one coming from an app developer. Really good. Then of course we have our weekly uh, podcast coming out on Tuesdays. Join us and we'll see you guys then. Thank you very much to our patrons. All right. See you guys later. joining us on the geek freaks podcast you can find us on twitter at geek freaks pod we're also on facebook instagram you can email us we have our patreon and a store all those links are in the description thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you guys next week